Hello. You might notice that I'm not Anna. I am producer Ethan, filling in as a host for Anna this week with a mini episode of The Missing Link by Linking Leads. This podcast believes many people struggle with barriers to access and help, but together we want to normalise these barriers and open up a conversation to help everyone feel better. We're going to be speaking with a variety of people and learning from their experiences of well-being. So let's get started. So with me today is a different Anna, not to be confused with our usual Anna. This is Anna S. One of many, but no two the same. Welcome. Hi. Hello. Hello. How are you today? You okay? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. So uh, newly started, so second week in. Second week in, second, second week in to Lincoln Leeds. You, you now work alongside us, but have your own special role within that. Do you want to tell me a little bit more about it? Well, yeah, I mean, it's a bit in the development stages at the moment, so I don't want to share too much at this stage, but maybe further down the line, you can re-invite us in. Yeah, yeah it's just strengthening, really, the wellbeing coordinators that do such a great job mm-hmm. and just empowering them to be able to ask even more harder questions, maybe, to support people out there. Definitely. Those hard questions is what makes a big difference for people and what really reaches out to people and connects with them and their wellbeing. So we really appreciate you being here and Look forward to what we can do together. In terms of, of you and having you on today, I wanted to get your input as to those four key questions that we ask everyone and, and just see what you, you feel and what you've experienced. Are you okay to give that a go? Yeah, definitely. No worries. Yeah. Question one. What does good mental health or happiness look like to you? I think good mental health is being able to maybe have an output, being able to talk to people about what's going on, you know, not being, not let it build up within yourself. And, you know, you're at that end stage where it all just blurts out or bottles out of you. So I think good mental health is being able to make sure you've got a support avenue and outlet, you know, whether that be your friend or your animal pet, taking your dog for the walk or whatever it is, just making sure that you've got that support there for you. Yeah, it sounds like just making sure you have that social support, that social network, that someone is there for you and that you have someone to rely on. And I agree that's a real key part of good mental health. In terms of your experience uh, or even someone that you may have worked with in the past, what were some of the barriers that, that stopped that person or yourself from, from asking for the help? I think a big thing is probably stigma, you know, asking for help, even if it was myself, maybe as a professional, you think. You know, maybe I should be supporting people with who need help with mental health. So what, I can't have anything going wrong in my own mental health. And I think that's a big thing because we're all human at the end of the day. Um, and we all need an avenue or an outlet to gain support. You know, no matter what our job is or what we do, you know, it affects everybody. So just being able to ask for some support and knowing that nobody's going to be turned away. You know, especially from our service, you can just ask for some help or it doesn't even have to be direct. We can just talk to you on that level, really, and go from there. You mentioned a few times on this podcast when I just hosted a few of episodes that it's really stopped people from reaching out to get that support they need. And that's what this podcast is all about, trying to address that stigma, normalise it and help people feel okay to not be okay and, and reach out to others. In terms of your own experience, or again, someone you've maybe worked with, what has happened when they've shared their story, or what were some of the problems that might have experienced when you shared that story with someone? I think, again, it boils down to people judging people. Mm-hmm. I think people sometimes, you know, feel judged, and that's one big thing, I think, 
just as humans, not even as professionals, just as human beings, not judging each other, just being there for each other, you know, listening out for each other, just being there as a support, really. And I think if people don't feel judged, then they're more likely to come forward and maybe ask for that support as well and ask for that help. Um, I definitely think that would really help us as a society as well, just to be able to lean on each other a bit more without feeling, you know, that judgment or that shame or whatever it is, you know, just being open with each other. Yeah, 100%. And like you said, being open with people. I mean, I know from my experiences, it can be very hard and depending on who you're speaking to and, and what the situation is, really hard to open up and connect with people. I don't know if you've seen anything that has been like a massive barrier for anyone or has it stopped them from opening up or even yourself, what would that barrier be? I think barriers can come in many different forms. You know, maybe you might not want to open up to somebody, say, if, if they're a different gender to you or, you know, you might not associate with a particular gender and you might find that difficult. But also maybe age might be a barrier. Yeah. You know, young people have mental health problems, but so do older people as well mm-hmm. and all in between. You know, so we, we've all got those barriers. It's really interesting. I was um, in a car crash last year um, and my son, who's very, very young, he's only, he was one at the time, he was in the car and actually he held some trauma mm-hmm. from that crash and he's only one. And you don't really think about those sorts of things, you know, how your emotions can affect you, even at a very young age like that. So it's just seeing and showing really that our mental health is really, really important, even from such a young age. I think it took me about three or four months to get him back into a car, you know, those building blocks. But, you know, with the right support, it's all it's all doable. Yeah. You know, and nothing is bigger. Don't try not to make it bigger than yourself because there is support there for you. Yeah, and I mean, that sounds like a massive challenge with your son as well. How old did you say he was during that? He was one at the time, yeah. Oh, he was so yeah, really, young, yeah. really young, yeah. And even then, like, he experienced that, he felt it. And it, it's not assuming, using that example, not assuming, oh, he's young, he'll get over he won't remember. But just being there for him as a person, mm-hmm. no matter how young he is, and knowing that you're there for him, giving that support, like you said, that's part of structure. And just listening to people seems like a really massive factor. And because he was so young as well, you know, they can't tell you that they've got that trauma. It's just by what they do. So, you know, when you think about younger people, they might not be able to express how they're feeling with their words. Yeah. Uh, but maybe their attitude or their behaviour or what's going on for them, they might show it through those actions. So, you know, really just picking up on things, you know, if people are acting out or are going into themselves a bit more, maybe questioning or thinking, is there a reason behind that? Is there something I can do? Yeah, and I think that's a great point for everyone, not even young young people in particular, but just noticing that someone is acting differently to what they usually are. They have a massive change of behaviour. They're not themselves, even if it's just that gut feeling of, of something's not quite right. And being confident and brave enough to say, are you OK? Like, you know, what's happened there? Do you want to talk about it? I'm not here to judge you just to listen. And I think that's a good message for, like I say, everyone, uh, young, young, old or, or whatever situation they're going through yeah definitely just you know if you are that person that can help somebody just offering them that safe space to you know confide confide in you sorry and just to speak you know about what's been going on for them yeah it it can really make the difference in someone's life it really can being the the one person even though you're not changing that situation or what's happened just knowing that someone else has listened that they're not alone can make a massive difference yeah definitely i think 
when I was younger, I did a, the Prince's Trust group. Yes. I did the Prince's Trust program, and it was like a 12-week program. And that, for me, was amazing. You know, it just really opened up to be able to meet people in my community, but also to get away from that stigma and, you know, the expectations of yourself. And as people, we, we make big expectations of ourselves. And that really helped me just to have that space to talk to people again. That was really good. And that's not important, but I said our expectations, what we self-impose. Like again, something else I think we've, we've mentioned before on the podcast, and just knowing the other people are going to listen. I'm not judging you from sound out. Nothing's going to go wrong from sounding it. Learning a bit more by yourself and then how you, you really feel about it. It sounds like a great experience with the Princess Trust. Yeah, it was great. It was great. We did a residential as well. And I think it was like my first time away for a week and um, without family because I was young back then. And it was just great fun. You know, we were in sand dunes and doing all random things. And, you know, it was only up near Teesside that we did it. So it's not really sand dunes, but still the worst. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, and, yeah, we, you know, we keep those connections from today. And it just builds. It just builds on that. And I think it's great, really, to support that there. Definitely, 100%. And that's what we want to, our service wants to do. We want to promote that. We want to connect people because, there's just so much out there like the Princess Trust or even any of the services where it be housing, social support, issues with finances, anything that people are stressed out with, that there is one out there that can help, that can advise and will listen. It's just about finding those people. Yeah, and just trusting, you know, just try and take that first step for yourself almost, like you were saying in the beginning, for your own mental health. If yeah. you can take that positive step for yourself, you know, services like ourselves that can lead we can bridge the gap for all the other things that can help and support you. Yeah, the logistics is easy. We can find <laughs> these places out there. It, you know, we have the intent, we have our coordinators, we have so many resources. But that first step of saying this is what I want and this is what I want to do and having that bravery to say I want to change the situation, I want to change my mindset is the biggest step. And, and if someone can tell that, then the rest is, is easy, isn't it? So the rest Definitely. we can do. We're there for the rest. <laughs> We're there for the rest. Uh, there for the rest. I like that. To kind of finish as was often for this podcast, just a quick one for our listeners. If, if you had any kind of advice for yourself, anyone listening, anyone in these kind of situations, is anything you would advise them to help improve their well-being? Yeah. Or even you would have given yourself at a young age. Yeah, I think it is to... Um, I think it's hard to accept maybe if you are having some problems, you know, with your own mental health or you're just looking at it a bit differently, is to ask for that support. You know, even if you can't come to somewhere like ourselves, you know, maybe just talk to a doctor or talk to a nurse, just talk to somebody in that safe environment where you are alone um, and they can help. They can help gain that support for you and get the right support where you're needed. You know, no one's going to turn you away. I think that's the biggest thing for me is, you know, we are here to help and just say what you need to say to us. Yeah, it's our fear, isn't it? I can imagine there's been plenty of people who listen to this who have had such a negative mm. experience of, of professionals like healthcare workers or, or anyone that they've opened up to, family and friends that they before they trusted, and it's really shaken them and traumatised them. Mm. But like you say, just reaching out, giving another go, being open to that experience is fantastic advice for, for anyone. Yeah. Well, that's that's it from us for today. I really appreciate coming. Thank you for your time. Much no worries. Any time, just let us know, and hopefully have us back in the future. We can tell you more about what's been going on. Hundred percent. I'm excited, <laughs> and I will keep you to that. But yeah, much appreciated. Take care for now, Anna. Thank you. Thank you.
that's it for this week. Massive thank you to our guest. So we hope to see you next time. But in the meantime, if you or someone you know needs help, then contact us at linkingleads.com. Alternatively, you can give us a call on 0113 336 7612. Thanks.